When the world is in trouble, when our future is in danger, we call upon one man. But when he's busy, he calls five girls. Columbia Pictures presents the Spice Girls. All right, we're coming. In their film debut, Victoria, Emma, Mel B, Jerry, and Mel C. They're ready for action. Bell Pow, they're dressed to kill. Like shaken or stirred. And thoroughly prepared for any encounter. It's a story of love. I think with boys, you should be able to just wheel them in. Yeah, and order them like a pizza. Yeah, no cheese. Compassion. It's really too hot in here. I need a fan. And misunderstanding. When the speeding melon hits the wall, there's Christmas for the curves. What did he say? I haven't a clue. This January. Would you like an order? No. But I love one of these pie things. Make your choice. Oh, I like the blonde one. No, 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 no. Sport rock your world. And spice up your life with the Spice Girls. Spice World. Yeah, but can they act? Um, blah, blah, blah. Um, girl power, feminism. Do you know what I mean? Welcome back to the show, everyone. Welcome back. Are you ready for some girl power, Pete? (laughs) (laughs) I think so. I think so. This episode has been... Long in the works. 20-something years in the making. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Listeners, I hope you're ready for this. My name's Pete. And I'm Scott. And these these are are the the movies movies that that made us gay. Courtney Berenger, welcome to the show. show. Thank you for having me. So, Courtney, we have been talking about doing a Spice World episode I think since we started the podcast in 2019, (laughs) that I always had you in mind to talk about Spice World, and here you are. You're sitting on our couch. Welcome to the show. Yes, indeed. Thank you. You guys could not have picked a better person to watch this movie with you guys. Oh my gosh. We just finished watching it. This movie is out of control. A little, um, little housekeeping. You probably gathered it. We watched Spice World, directed by Bob Spears, released in the UK December 26th on Boxing on Boxing Day of 1997. Ooh, then Day. released in North America Super Bowl weekend, wow. January 23rd, 1998. Okay, Spice World. Yay, Spice Girl, Spice World, Spice mm-hmm. Girls. I mean, big fan. We just finished <laughs> watching it, so. Even just getting a hold of this movie now is a whole ordeal because this movie is nowhere to be found on streaming. Yeah. I don't really know what the circumstances are with that. I would imagine... When you say nowhere to be found on streaming, you mean people cannot even rent it on iTunes or Amazon You can't rent it on iTunes, Amazon. You can't buy a current print of this movie. this is just so strange, though, because there are people that would watch this. Totally. (laughs) And also, I know that with most movies that are unavailable, it's usually a music issue. A issue yeah. But this is the official Spice Girls movie. So how does this happen? 
<laughs> I don't know. Like, no. I was trying to find... Get Jerry on the phone. Get Victoria, <laughs> like... It would be Jerry, though. We're gonna, yeah. We should be FaceTiming with Victoria later in the yeah, show to yeah. ask her these questions. I'm Victoria sure that she knows. never returns my texts. You know how yeah. she is. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, maybe it's one of those things that they're holding it for something. Sure. Because sometimes when movies go out of print, they're usually just holding it for something. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I don't know. 97, I mean, we're well past 20th we're anniversary. well past the, an anniversary. <laughs> I was on Reddit today to try to find out, and uh-huh. I didn't really get any solid answers. Sure. Well, I mean, uh, we found a semi-legal copy of this movie, and yeah. we watched it. My friend Brad did us a solid <laughs> and gave us a pirated copy well, off the internet. Glad it was Brad and not you, because that could have been your computer with Abs- the spyware uh, absolutely. added onto it. Uh, <laughs> FBI agents who are listening to this episode every week, ignore that last part. But, um, I mean, the thing is, though, this movie is... It's one of those things where every time we go to uh, Out of the Closet or, you know, a Goodwill that has a VHS section, there's always, like... Sister Act, you know, like there's always certain movies, Titanic, VHS Jerry Maguire movies that you see at the at the thrift store, and I feel like this is usually there, I but don't we know. just never picked it up. I was looking online of just used copies of this movie, right. and even the DVD and VHS are going for over fifty bucks. So, well, that says something wow. at least mm-hmm. that people that it's in kind of a high demand. Mm-hmm. If nobody wanted it, they'd be going for seventy. So, if cents. you're at your local thrift <laughs> store and find a copy of this, yeah. Let us know. Get it. Pick it up Mm -hmm. today. Um, Rent it out. Rent it out like for fun. Seriously, have it. Twenty dollars a night. (laughs) The copy. The copy at our local video store in South Pasadena. This DVD had been checked out for over. Was past due over two weeks. Stolen. And I guarantee you, this is usually the case when it's a movie that there's one copy of, hard to get a hold of, and they have it at Videotech in South Pasadena. We will rent it. And it will be scratched beyond belief. Oh my god, you guys! <laughs> I my uncle has this though. I'm so sorry. Your he uncle has, the movie? has this movie for sure. <laughs> okay, because okay. of my cousin, because of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You for it sure, he has it. As a child. So I really wanted to have you on the show for this because we're roughly around the same age. I think, like, pretty close in age. And I wanted we someone that, that was there on the ground level <laughs> of this was the target audience for the Spice Girls. Oh, they knew what they were doing. I was thinking about as we were watching this and I was like, because the, the entire, not plot, the entire point, I mean, I get plot, uh, is that they have this concert at the Royal Albert Hall and it's going to be televised. And it's this huge deal and the Spice Girls are just the biggest thing ever. And I'm thinking to myself, Who's going to the Spice Girls concerts? Who were they for, right? Kids. Kids, uh, mm-hmm. teenage girls. Young people. And uh, gay children. Adult children. 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 And yep. when they showed it, when they finally did get to the concert at the end, spoiler alert, it was full of children. It was little girls. Um, but yeah, like, was the real uh, like fan base mostly children? I mean, my friends, my, my lady friends at the time, we were into it, but because of, like, camp. Yeah. Right? It our, delivered. The Spice Girls deliver yeah. high guy, camp. The guy fr- my guy friends were like, no, stupid. They didn't even, they weren't even like, oh, they're hot. It wasn't even that. Like, like my guy friends, and we're around, you know, uh, Britney Spears' age. We're a couple years older than her. So at the time, they were like, oh, man. They were all about Britney Spears. Not the music, but just, like, 
wow, look at them tatters. They were all about it, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting here going, gross, she's 17, you guys. You're disgusting. And they're like, whatever, we're 20. <laughs> like, in the long run, it's not that crazy. But, so, th so they had that, like, Britney's hot. She's got a great body. Christina Aguilera is hot. We hate the music. Spice Girls were not even on the radar. Mm -hmm. It was not even, like, at least Jerry's sexy. They were just like, no, that is. For they girls didn't even children. have the issue of Playboy with Jerry in it. I don't think any of my guy friends really cared. Yeah, mm -hmm. I liked it, and the girls liked it, and it was we were we were twenty twenty one. We were like, this is camp. This is crazy. Um, oh my god, no! For <laughs> us, for us, well, for me personally, okay. Yeah. A little background: I was a homeschool kid. Okay. So I wasn't right. allowed to even watch TV. Okay. I wasn't even allowed to read magazines. Wow. So at my aunt and uncle's house, <laughs> that is where things went down <laughs> because the parents weren't there. Yeah, yeah. The Spice Girls, when the very first time I saw them, it was their cassette, yeah. two-song edition. They weren't even, it wasn't, a CD wasn't even out yet. Yeah. And it was like, Middle of the day, everyone's at school, everyone's <laughs> at work. I find this little cassette, and I'm like, oh, what's this? Put it in, play it. It was like <laughs> freaking candy to my ears. I mean, I flipped out. I was obsessed. It's oh so my, my cousin comes back. I'm like, who are these? Who are, who are the Spice Girls? Yeah. Who are they? Can I steal this from you? Um, was it... Um the first single, what's the first Wanna single? Wannabe? It was, was Wannabe. It was yeah. wannabe. wannabe. I didn't mm -hmm. even know what a lover was. Right? <laughs> I didn't even care. I didn't even care. I was like, this is fun. These yeah. five girls are obviously just having so much fun. Mm -hmm. And they're sexy. What is that? Wait, right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Do you remember first listening to this? Vice I remember watching MTV when I was a kid because I when I would be over at my dad's house, mm -hmm. I would watch MTV a lot. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing the music video for Wannabe. Yeah. And... Almost being like, what is this music video from the 80s? Right. Just because I think it, I, even when you watch it the now. The film stock looks the different. The film stock, it yeah. looks like something. Old. Like, it looks older. Yeah. Must have been cheap. <laughs> Maybe. But it's also like, <laughs> they're, very British. they're British. It's very yeah. British. And I feel like sometimes different videos like European artists would look a little different. Yeah. Cause, and artists. also this was at a time yeah. where sometimes Good call. I never during the day on MTV, they would show videos from the 80s and it would be yeah. like a flashback like yeah. half hour or something yeah. and I remember just being like what is this old song mm -hmm. by this group <laughs> called the Spice Girls and then slowly getting oh they're new yeah and they're kind of a big deal yeah and then it just seems like overnight everyone knew who they were sure um I had uh on our cable system at the time we had much music which is like the Canadian music station right it was like canadians answer to mtv and so i would watch much music a lot because it was fun they had like really good like alternative music that they would play mm -hmm. they played a lot of our lady peace because that's a canadian band um and i specifically remember much music breaking backstreet boys before mtv played it in sync and Spice Girls. And all three of them, I was just like, oh, Canada. You oh, silly, Canada. you silly nice try. <laughs> this, this isn't going to catch you on. You silly, polite little people just playing these bands just because you're so nice and not thinking they would catch on. And um, 
seeing the Spice Girls video and being like, what in the fuck? And then seeing the name at the end, Spice Girls going, are you serious? What the hell? Spice Girls? No. Yeah, no, this you don't know crazy. what it did. What and, this did to little girls. And did you yeah. notice kind of right away all of their personalities? You mean Chicas Picante? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, yeah, there we go. Spice World. Spice World. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I feel like it was, I don't know, I was just kind of, I did love the... Uh, the single take video. One. How long was it until you actually saw the video? Oh, I don't even. I don't have a concept. Like when yeah. I was ten, there's yeah. no concept, there's no at, concept the at the time. Who knows? Yeah, and yeah, I yeah, would yeah. have been, I think, in the sixth grade at the time. Sure. So like later half of yeah. elementary school, you're about to go to junior high. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the time with popular music like this that I'm kind of going in the junior high, and you start to become self conscious about. Is it cool? Things that are really yeah. popular, yeah. and should I lead on yeah. with certain people that I like this music? Will I be cool? Yeah. And I remember having that struggle with the Spice Girls music. Yeah. Of that, like, I really want to go buy this CD, but I'm afraid what the other kids will think of yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's the thing, like I said, you know, when I'm saying, who is this for? It's like, it's not cool music by any means. You know, it's popular. People loved it. But it's, yeah. And I don't even think even <laughs> at the time, cool. I, like, my mindset was going, will the other boys think I'm gay because I'm listening to the Spice Girls? Absolutely. I don't even think it was that. I think it was just, like, is this cool music? Yeah. Because also, Pete, remember, I had older siblings yeah. that, all, that all listened to cool music. Yeah. Like, my step-siblings yeah. and my sister yeah. were all in high school and junior high at the time. Yeah. And we're listening to... Cool kid rock music. Cool kid rock music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hmm mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it cool? Had no bearings yeah. on me at all. I was so young, though. Like, yeah. listen, like, when they first, first came out, God, I was probably, like, barely nine years old. Yeah. yeah. Cool is just not even... Yeah. It's, like... What is that? Yeah. Just yeah. like sexuality. What oh, yeah. what is like, whoa, what is Jerry? Oh my <laughs> God, what is this? But for me as a homeschool kid, yeah. look, it was my secret oh, life. Yeah. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was my secret life. So yes, we all dressed up as Spice Girls. <laughs> and yes, we were all the Spice Girl. <laughs> there were five of us. Which one would, would you always be? Let me guess. I mean, I'm <laughs> ass- you're the you're the cute blonde, so I'm assuming by default you would just be baby spice. Okay, so we were all blonde, yeah, unfortunately. Okay. I was say we, it was Florida, okay. Everyone, <laughs> <laughs> it was Florida. Everyone was blonde. I was the only one that didn't live in the neighborhood. So uh, I got left with what was on the cutting room table, which was actually scary, scary. spice. Yeah, I was going to say, scary it's spice. scary. You know, your kid, you're trying to identify with yeah. who looks like you, whatever. Mm-hmm. However, I will say when Spice World came out and I... And all of a sudden, all the performances are happening, yeah. and we're all pretending to be them, like, oh, dancing on the side like little girls, as we <laughs> are. I was so taken. Yeah. Because Scary is like, she has the most energy of all Melanie of them. Melanie has some good laughs in the movie. Melanie's yeah. like, when they're performing on the stage, at the end, mm-hmm. she's in the center. In and the I was like, it's center, out of yeah. my way, girls. Out of my way. That's true. See, I always <laughs> took it as like Jerry being a de facto leader or like front person, mm-hmm. right? Was that kind of what was the main consent? Yeah. I always look at the Jerry was like, she, you know, to me, she was like the Super Mario. She was kind of good at everything. She was mm-hmm. like sexy enough. She sang good enough. She danced great. And her whole look was, 
I mean, now we're kind of discovering that her look was a little bit more like circus. It's a little, it's a little all over the place, kind of circus boudoir, <laughs> daytime Super, superhero esque yeah, yeah, yeah. in moments. Yeah, yeah but uh, because the other looks were so specific, and hers was just like not generic by any means, but a little bit more like sexy, pretty lady, right? With fire red hair. I mean, with blonde bangs, with blonde streaks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we we're gonna we have to go into their looks, which are insane. But um, yeah, I kind of felt like Jerry was a little bit more of a front person. But um, I think Jerry was always my favorite. I was as a gonna kid say too. Jerry who is favorite? who every girl I think wanted to be. Sure. That was. I mean, we all yeah. actually, oddly enough, of our little girl group, everyone fought over Emma. Okay. I mean, the blonde. She's the blonde, mm. yeah, yeah. Then they fought over Posh, which I was like, mm. I wasn't that interested. I yeah. wanted to be Jerry. Yeah. Jerry would have been my number one pick. Yeah. For sure. And when I would listen to Wannabe, I would kind of try and like... You try to get the voices get the of vo- all of yeah. them. Yeah. So to yeah. me, I felt like she was singing a little bit more. But now that I realize, and I think it was... Um, Mel. I think it was scary. Mel has pretty... I can't tell. I think Mel has the big vocals of Wannabe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it was just, it was just a phenomenon. They came on the scene so fast, got so huge. Overnight success. And I think at the time, the biggest selling group since the Beatles. Oh my God. Like that's just how massive they were. Wow. I don't think that's probably necessarily the case now because I don't even know with like album sales with a band like One Direction. Sure. Where they sit now. But I mean, one of also the biggest selling girl groups of all time. Yeah. So um, I mentioned that my friends and I, the girls that I was hanging out with, we loved them because of the camp value. And we were just like Spice Girls. We just think they're so crazy. So we love it. We followed everything they did. One of the girls, her boyfriend worked at like, he was like a machinist. Like he would like machine, like, I don't know what it was. This is a factory somewhere. And he was able to cut decals for us whatever we wanted any if you had an image he could take the image and cut it into a decal and so i would get stuff and um put it like on my like guitars or like um i had stuff that i would put in my car because i was like the guy that had decals all over the car right so one of my friends commissioned a decal from him and she wanted him in pink vinyl to say and it was about a foot wide spice mobile <laughs> for her car. <laughs> so listeners out there, if you are fans of uh, the clothing line Porridge or the Odell's, uh, Laura Odell <laughs> from the Odell por- uh, clothing line had spice mobile in pink vinyl decal on the back of her car when we were 20 years old. <laughs> That's, for a long time. That's incredible. That's hot. That's yeah. hot. And knowing Laura, that tracks. <laughs> that tracks, right? We got yeah. married in Laura's backyard. <laughs> yes, we did. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, that's that was kind of where we were. And I had, I had a postcard uh, of the Spice Girls that um, in the back window of my car, there it was like a, a light, like a red brake light. There was like regular brake lights on the side, but right in the center of the back window was a brake light. And my car was so old and junky that like you could slip. Th- so I slipped the postcard over the red <laughs> brake light <laughs> in the back of my car. I didn't have a sticker. I had enough stickers on my car, but I had a postcard in my back window mm-hmm. of the Spice Girls. Um, 
you were a fan. I like, mean, yeah, yeah, come yeah. on. I mean, <laughs> like, oh, it was I'm kind of campy. And can I, can I say that, like, watching, I feel like their videos eventually were on VH1 a little bit more than sure. on TV. Yeah, that What's tracks. the one in the desert? So you'll be so there. will be there. I love that video. I feel like that video is just like burned. Into and that my one, they're like face. in the middle. I mean, they're probably in like Death Valley or something. Yeah, it looks like Death and Valley. they're yeah. all kind of these cosmic superheroes. Yeah, uh, boomerangs. Mm-hmm. And yeah, <laughs> CG boomerangs <laughs> and like yeah, headpieces and metallic clothing and they Guys, all had like yeah, pants buttoned down yeah whenever i'm uh checking in stuff at work and i have the gun that you like scan <laughs> stuff with i always make that joke and it's usually people in their 20s that have no idea what i'm referencing sure. when i say it's like i'm in the sale be there video and they're like sure and then it's like crickets oh Let's- kids in their <laughs> 20s they don't know what they oh i read that billy eilish actually thought that Spice World was a movie about a fake band. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, I yeah, like that. Josie and the Pussycats <laughs> or that. like with the one with Tom wow. Hanks yeah. or whatever that it's was. Like, it's that like all of those yeah. things on Twitter around the time of the 100-year anniversary of the Titanic sinking of Twitter These young kids people not thinking that, it's thinking that wow. it wasn't real. Okay. I love that, though. But, I mean, it tracks because it's <laughs> the movie's so it's over so the top. crazy. Okay. I mean, we sh- we should... We'll start talking about this movie. I, I've seen it before, obviously. Watching we it, we hadn't sat down in a. It's hot been a long second. Time. It's been a to long watch time. This movie. This movie is insane. This movie is. It's, I I hadn't seen it since I was a child. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm not gonna even. I'm not gonna even look at a poster of it. I just want to <laughs> go in and like fully like eyes open and see what there is to so, see. Yeah. I remember renting this movie when I think that I was like spending the night at my grandma's and it was one of those like rentals where I was sort of embarrassed of, I kind of want to rent spice world. I'm yeah. Gonna yeah, yeah. I'm going to rent it. And my, <laughs> and my grandma fully didn't care. Yeah. It's right. just like Scott's just running a movie. But I remember when I would babysit in high school, I remember the kids that I babysat used to love watching this movie. Oh, good. So it was a good movie to put on when I was the cool yeah. male babysitter <laughs> of we're watching either oh Spice God. World or the Lindsay Lohan Parent Trap. There you go. Mm-hmm. Great night. <laughs> so what did you think upon your first viewing after so many years? Oh, <laughs> I, you know, I actually was... I was kind of expecting it to be a train wreck. I don't know why somewhere in my mind I was like, this probably didn't age well. Yeah. Um, I was kind of surprised at how much I liked it. Yeah. 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 It's a lot of fun. I actually really had so much fun watching it. (laughs) There's, there's some successful jokes. There's, there's some really funny stuff in there. Well, it's interesting sort of when you look at movies about pop stars, bands, musicians, and sort of where they kind of went on, that yeah. I feel like after this movie, whenever somebody, like a famous musician group made a movie, mm-hmm. they were always very serious in documentary. Mm. Right. That they kind of went in the polar opposite direction right, of right. something like Spice World. Yeah. But I have to say, it's like, think of anything from Katy Perry's Part of Me, her concert <laughs> documentary. Yeah. I can't think of anything. Yeah. But I no. can like... Remember lines from this movie, yeah. all of the major scenes. Valid, valid, yeah. valid, valid. Mm-hmm. No, it's impressionable. It's very impressionable. Yeah. When this movie was coming out, so 
the first record of the Spice Girls came out, and mm-hmm. this movie came out like not even a year later. They must have been making it. Oh my god, so fast! They must have been making it as soon as they finished their yeah. first record, which is, uh, if you think about it, it's actually kind of a gamble. Uh, to make a movie, for their yeah. time <laughs> for their time. But uh, as a kid, as that like ten year old, nine year old mm-hmm. girl, I was out of my mind. Oh yeah. my god, a movie is coming out! Like, <laughs> what is going to happen? We all went to the movie theaters. We made, yeah. we sewed outfits. We made outfits, <gasps> wow. and they were all very skanky. Oh, I cannot <laughs> believe that my aunt let us leave the house dressed like that. Uh, I love that. And, and also, what you, a perfect yeah. weekend to drop off the kids at the movie Super Bowl weekend. Oh yeah, get well, out of the was, house. That was the thing, though. My aunt, like, my she wouldn't tell my mom, but she's like, she would drop us off at the movies, yeah. and we'd go to the payphone and call. She gave us the quarters, oh my so God. we would, you know, get, come get yeah. you know, picked up. But sometimes we stay for a double feature. Anyway, yeah. we went, and it was just an absolute. We were out of our minds. <laughs> we were so happy about. We didn't get half mm-hmm. the jokes, but we were so excited. Yeah. Wow. Like, and That's now, great. yeah, I'm watching it. Like, we watched it again, and this, like, little, like, part of myself was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm here. It, like, all, it all comes it back all to comes you. It all comes flashing yeah. back. This fun. It's just, it's a fun movie. It's yeah. fun. They don't take themselves seriously. Yeah. They knew what they were, they knew what movie they were making. They knew this was oh, not, yeah. like, Very tongue not in cheek. the Radiohead movie. Um, <laughs> okay. So, like. Really, at the end of the day, in the grand scheme of things, pull, take yourself out of it. Yes, this movie's a mess. Mm. It's like edited crazy. Well, and there's like there's like things that don't go anywhere. There's really, characters that make no sense. It's not really even like a story. It's barely there's, a it's movie. It's not even a story. Yeah, yet. there's no yeah. there's no plot. And there's but, probably reason for that, just because they were probably so busy at yeah. the time it just that seems like, we're just yeah. going to take them aside and do gonna shoot this this scene it's really little, quick little vignettes. and we'll yeah. we'll figure it out somewhere yeah. in the edit yeah but the thing is like some of the vignettes are really funny some of the little beats are really successful and i think it, you know it's obviously them it's obviously the girls just being up for it okay yes we'll do they had it seems like to me at least that they just didn't have any fear of looking stupid or like taking it too seriously mm-hmm. or like, no, we're not going to do that. That's crazy. Like we're a real group. It's like, they're, they're like kissing aliens. And <laughs> like- <laughs> Wait, if you could break it down though, if you could like in, in like a short paragraph, what is this movie about? The spice girls have a, have a very important concert at the Royal Albert hall that in England in London that will be broadcast Across the world. Live. Live. Uh, Meanwhile, there is a documentary film crew that's attempting to follow them around in various escapades. There's also an actual movie being pitched about them. A a dramatic movie, I guess, or just a a, a theatrical release. Produced by Norm from Cheers. Produced by Norm from Cheers. And then there is, uh, aside from all that, there's a tabloid uh, newspaper that wants to set them up for failure in order to sell more papers. And then we've got about a week of just following them through various gigs and shows and adventures leading up to the big televised concert. Very good. That is an yeah. excellent summary. That, 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 that is, is excellent oh, synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. But when you watch it, 
I mean, who the hell knows? There's a lot going <laughs> There's on. There's a lot going on. The, the documentary film crew is... is we, it's Alan Cumming is like this director trying to get this documentary made. So I immediately thought of the guy that was following around Michael Jackson around this time. Martin Bashir? Yeah. Was it him? I think so. He's the guy that did the, a big, like, uh, expose. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why Oprah did her interview, because Martin Bashir did his, and it was, like, scandalous. Yeah. And so then Oprah was like, okay, well, we'll do our, so, our version. So apparently it's dangerous to actually have a documentary film team around with you all the time. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> well, not for the Spice Girls. Yeah, yeah. Not for the Spice no. Girls. They're, they're wholesome. They've, they've got their shit together. <laughs> <laughs> But we've got, uh, so that's Alan Cumming and, and his little group that are following them. We've got Richard E. Grant dressed, cosplaying as Loki, <laughs> doing yeah. their, playing their manager? Road, yeah, I think he's like manager, their, their manager. manager? Yeah. Probably one of the first times I remember seeing Richard E. Grant in, any, in anything, too. Very respected English actor. He's in, yeah, I was going to say one of the first times he's in like, um, He's in like Gosford Park. That's uh, where I always remember Richard E. Grant sure. from. Richard E. Mm. Grant, uh, for the film heads out there, you'll know him from uh, With Nail and I. Uh, I know him from L.A. Story with Steve Martin. Um, Hudson Hawk. And Jessica, Jessica Parker. Hudson Hawk. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. I mean, he's a, he's a big... There's a lot of... He's really good in, uh, in Can You Ever Forget Me? With Melissa McCarthy. I he's think he should have won the Oscar, Oscar for that movie. He's for that great. Movie. Yes, indeed. Um, and he's their much put upon... Uh, Road manager. I'm very fascinated with, upon revisit, this character's relationship with um, Deborah. His his assistant? His assistant, played by Claire Rushbrook from Secrets and Lies. Okay. That's wild. Going from, like, Mike <laughs> Lee to the Spice World movie in, like, the time span of a year. Okay, did anybody of note direct this movie? Um, this is... Bob Spears and Bob Spears. Mm-hmm. Um, Didn't he do a bunch of absolutely he fabulous? Did have oh. This is what makes sense French to me. Saunders. So you get that. You That's get the crazy what, yeah. comedic tone from stuff All like that. Right. Very British. Very, very, very yeah. British humor. Yeah, he did absolutely. a few major movies with Disney at the time. He did the That Darn Cat remake with Christina with Christina Ricci. Ricci. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's probably kind of what got him <laughs> sure. this movie. Sure, sure, sure. This movie is... So crazy, specifically British. Just the it's all around London. The humor, the there's Union Jack Saber, but that was also their kind of aesthetic. Jerry kind of brought in this like, and there's there's a Wikipedia page about this very specific time frame of like pro British like movement. I, I guess mean the Union on. Jack yeah skirt right. Well, like the mini dress she wore. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a dress that she wore that has that also has its own Wikipedia. I mean, page. you can buy that from like any Halloween store. Oh any, yeah, like yeah. It, it's 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 famous. It's <laughs> yeah. huge. I think there's a Vogue video of her talking about it. I think the dress itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there was one specific yeah. look that that went on to spawn like the Halloween costume and just the iconic Jerry Jerry look. But yeah, this this movie is very British. Jennifer Saunders is actually in it. There's a cameo. The cameos in this movie. Insane. Insane. Crazy. The Jennifer Saunders one is really good. Dame Edna. Well. Drag icon Dame plays Edna's not the, in the movie, but. Uh, uh, the actor who plays Dana, Dame yeah. Edna is mm-hmm. the um, publisher of the tabloid. Mm-hmm. I mean, Elton John is just right off the bat. Oh, yeah. Like, walking first down a hallway. five minutes of the movie. 
I love the idea though that the that the Spice Girls at this point in the career are just like Elton. What's up, Elton? <laughs> I, I I heard that they actually tried to get Tony Blair. Okay. And he thought he thought about it. Okay. Thought about it. it. All right. I know that they had to cut Gary Glitter's cameo in the movie. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. They had to cut Gary Glitter, and there was a line about Princess Diana when they go by Buckingham Palace, and they're giving the little shout outs to the royal family. I think they had to cut a line about Lady Di. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so a little that bit, was... they're trying to play a little by the rules then. A yeah, little yeah. bit. A little bit. Um, oh, and I also think there may have been a cameo or mentioned Giovanni Versace. Gianni Versace. Yeah. Yeah. And he had just gotten killed. And so oh, so they took that out take too. That out. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And then why do you think Elvis Costello was cut out? Because they gave him credit. So <laughs> yeah. what did he do? What did I he don't do wrong? Remember. Is he in the movie? <laughs> he's, he Scott found yeah. out that he was he was a bartender, and, and I'm I, assuming it's the the one like fancy party that they went to. No, I think that it's when where the Spice does. Girls are supposedly splitting up, or they leave, and they all go their separate ways. And Deborah is having a drink, oh. and I think that he has a scene with Deborah. Oh, did oh. we just completely not notice no, his they, cameo? They cut that whole thing out because I was thinking it was the party that they went to, where Jennifer Saunders and and um, the guy from Live Aid, where she does his hair. She does his hair. Yeah. Um, so I just assumed maybe he was in there as a, as a bartender. But there's actual celebrities in that scene, so it might have been weird mm-hmm. for Elvis Costello to just be a bartending. <laughs> so maybe it was. A weird cut scene. Yeah, was I don't know. Was he a celebrity then? He probably was. He, I mean, uh, Elvis Costello. But like in the, yeah, I mean, yeah. of course he was. Yeah, yeah. He's for, like he was. Uh, from, like he goes back to the seventies. Yeah, the okay. attractions. Yeah, so he was. He was big. Um, but yeah, there was so many cameos in it that it's just like there were some that were cut that were left in the credits. Mm-hmm. Um, but that also just tracks of this kind of movie. Like I said, that. It, I guess it kind of feels rushed if you're really going to watch it with a critical eye. Oh, yeah. Like, this, this Probably the production of this started sometime in the summer and this shit was out on Boxing Day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How, okay, so if, the, if their first record came out within a year or even a year and a half, mm-hmm. how in the world did they get all these celebrities to sign on? That's I mean, that's, what, just yeah. how ma- that's just how massive the Spice Girls were. Yeah. yeah. Cool Britannia was a name for the period of increased pride in the culture of the United Kingdom through the mid and second half of the 1990s, inspired by swinging London from 1960s pop culture. Yeah, uh, the success of Britpop and musical acts such as Spice Girls, Blur, and Oasis led to a renewed feeling of optimism in the United Kingdom following the tumultuous years of the 1970s and 80s, Thatcher. (laughs) (laughs) the name is a pun on the title of the British patriotic song rule Britannia and that has an entire Wikipedia page on cool Britannia would you were you and your friends really into Britpop I mean have the amount of times that we've referenced Cafe Blue on this (laughs) this show yeah yeah British pop was a very big subculture of like alternative music in this exact time period and Britpop Clubs and parties would just play, yeah, Blur, uh, you know, Oasis, uh, mm-hmm. Pulp, Elastica, um, uh, the other ones. I can't. I was thinking of one right now, but I 
went out of my head. But yeah, um, British pop was definitely a big movement that we were kind of... We weren't super... It was kind of a very specific kid that you're like, okay, sure. like a Brit pop. I know that kid. your sister is really into Brit pop. Mods. Oh yeah, they were very much into that. They followed... Like James, the song from um, uh, American Pie uh, that's in all the trailers... Oh, this film is on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Passionate love. Yeah, that the was the song that I always think might be Neil Diamond. It is not. <laughs> no, it's from a band called yeah. James. And my and that that song was released in like '93. Dye my eyes and, and call me pretty. They ju- just whatever marketing yeah. department mm-hmm. handled American Pie was just like I like this song, and it just became like a. Brand now name. was Jamiroquai English? Yeah. Okay. Jamiroquai's British. Yep. Yeah. I remember he had a big moment around this time. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. video on the treadmill. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was a it was a big um, big movement. So the whole cool cool Britannia thing with you know with Jerry and the and the Union Jack and all that. Um, cool I don't know what, Britannia. Cool Britannia. And I feel like as an American, I was just like, wow, that just seems like a cool place to. to did it live. did it make you want to go? Did you go? Yeah, I've never been. Oh I've my never god! Been. Yeah, but we I, were yeah, we were definitely. low key planning a trip to England, and then uh, we had to move apartments. Yeah. Oh. yeah, and, and we, <laughs> plans are delayed. Then our old house well, got demolished. We'll we'll end up there though. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, I I I feel I don't fancy myself an Anglophile, but I do know a little bit about British culture. I was a big uh, early adopter of like Doctor Who, like, and uh, you know, very big with like love your Doc Martens. Love my Doctor Martens boots. Yeah, I, I watched the young ones, you know, in the eighties, and I love like uh, you know. Uh, Simon Pegg and the whole gang, spaced, oh, spaced, yeah. and, and all of those Nick Frost and all those kids, and so I, I, I love all that shit, and um, yeah, I guess this was just a big part of it, but uh, yeah, the, I don't know. The, like I said, this there's, I have two very specific kind of like opinions of this movie. Like as just a movie watcher, you're just like, oh, it's it's a mess. This movie's <laughs> insane, but that's what makes it fun, though. It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I th- I also kind of think that it's, I mean, when you look back on it, I mean, it's pretty much just like a satire of celebrity culture, too, which is kind of fun. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the trailer's really good. Yeah. The trailer was excellent. The, tra- <laughs> the trailer surprised me. When you're playing yeah. it, I was like, in a world yeah. where there's one man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you call when it's he's not almost, available? It's yeah. almost <laughs> like a fake fan trailer that someone made with cut up footage yeah. of promotional material that the Spice Girls were putting out at the time. Yeah. And they, they do use a lot of really good jokes from the movie, which a lot of There's times... There's also a lot like, of cut jokes. There's a lot of cut That stuff. did not make it into the final cut. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it just kind of... Like, what makes it so watchable is it's them, you know? They're mm-hmm. just, like I said, they don't have any sort of fear of, you know, looking dumb or whatever. They're just like, let's just... Let's just do it, you know, and they jump yeah. in. We really haven't broken down all of the Spice Girls' personality. <laughs> we want to just talk about all of them. Well, we little... were we were talking about this mm-hmm. a little bit before we started watching the movie. The whole uh, scary, sporty baby names. Where they got their names, they the got nicknames. Their names. From what I understand when reading about the Spice Girls, that this was a... It was a journalist, right? It this was like was an article. was formed by Heart Management around 1994, and they envisioned an act com- com- 
comprising of five strikingly different girls, and each would appeal to a different audience. And they put out uh, an advertisement in a trade about auditions for an all-female pop group. And that's how the Spice Girls were formed. They all answered an ad. And I almost think that they probably auditioned and formed their character. Like, I'm going to be auditioning for this girl band, and this is my personality that I'm going to be putting in it. I know a little bit of this backstory. All right. Okay, so apparently three of the five went to the auditions and made it to the top 12. And then Jerry missed it because of having some sort of, I think dental cavity or something. I don't know. Some story, maybe her grandmother. I don't know. Some, some story. Mm-hmm. She couldn't make it. So she calls like the producers and she's like, can I please, please, please come and audition? And they let her. So she kind of snuck into the last wow. top 12 and was just very lucky. She also said that she didn't think that she would have made it if she had been in all, I don't know, four or 500 of the original, which actually isn't that many people when you think about it. Yeah. 500 yeah, especially, people. Yeah, no especially way. with casting. Yep. Yeah, is not that many. Not at all. Wow. Yeah. And then there was, I think Emma was not a part of the band. There was a different and girl. Emma, yeah, was a replacement for someone else that I think, uh, I think that she had like tonsillitis or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. she backed out and then, I'm not sure how Emma became a part of it, but... Emma lucky. was sort of the replacement. Yeah, lucky, lucky for mm-hmm. Emma Bunton. She was kind of the next on the, probably the, on the list of runners up. Yeah. I think what happened is they didn't sign a contract with them officially. So they, (sighs) what, (laughs) they really liked each other and decided instead of signing a contract and going with this, whatever group, whoever talent agency, whatever it was, Mm -hmm. they pulled from it, got together, came up with their own idea and then took it to the same opportunities that were presented for placement. Yeah. And wow. It went from there. Holy shit. From what I from what I've read. And like meanwhile now it's like the One Direction kids were like formed from like a reality show. Yeah, Simon mm-hmm. Cowell, which I mean some ties some ties to this cuz Simon guy, Fuller Simon I think Fuller, yeah. ended up representing them yeah. around the time that the movie came out. And too. Simon Fuller mm-hmm. went on to create Pop Idol, which spawned American Idol. And he also mm. created So You Think You Could Dance and like all these shows. You guys, did you know that I was once scouted for a girl band? <gasps> I oh think that God. I, I, I think this. I've heard this from you. I love this. So I was scouted <laughs> as the lead singer and he, I was, it was requested that I find either two other women or one. Mm. And I found my friend. I was like, hey, let's just make a song. You can be the rapper. Okay. <laughs> so it already sounds like it's like a horrible idea. Uh, or you know, potentially, like, <laughs> no, see, yeah, this okay, could work. it could work. It could totally work. We got this. Yeah. You and I, we got this look. It's Nas, my friend Nas. Okay. And we get the contract, right? First of all, it and was, you actually read it. We cool. actually read <laughs> yeah. it. We read every single pitch. The first, the first problem though was that the company, the talent agency, and yeah, I'm just gonna say the name of this talent agency. Yeah. Bleep it out, Phil. Yeah, United. <laughs> Talents International. Okay. Uh-huh. Right? So that's the first thing, right? But from then on, they made an acronym of it. 
So it was, <laughs> it was, it was, you will sign all of the, your future, your future creative as, you know, future assets to UTI. You are now the creative property of UTI. And from then on, we were just like, no, 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 no. I can't, I can't do this. this is, are you no. kidding me? Are you kidding oh, me? No. Oh man. That's amazing. <laughs> But I mean, come on, you guys could have been like the white salt and pepper. Of UTI. (laughs) Of UTI. UTI. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so according to Mel B., it was actually a lazy journalist that couldn't be bothered to remember all of our names, so he just gave us nicknames, which is where their nicknames came from. All right, that, that's cute. We were like, oh, well, it kind of works. I don't mind my name. Do you like your name, Baby Posh? We were like, let's just go with it. Who cares? Um, it turns out it was a lazy journalist. was Peter Lorraine who edited Top of the Pops, which is like a huge, you know, UK magazine. And he said, we laughed the most when we came up with Scary. Um, one of the least, she, she came up with that one because Mel B was so loud and I tried to take over the entire photo shoot. But nowadays, calling Mel B the only Spice Girl of color, I mean, yeah. calling her the scary one is a little mm-hmm. like perpetuates angry, <laughs> yeah, angry black lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But like we were saying before, I mean, I don't know, is it. They're all loud. Like they all mm-hmm. kind of have big personalities, at least Jerry and. You know, kind of uh, Mel C are very in, yeah. in your face, but I don't know what else were they going to call her. They, they could have called her. Could have so many, so many, so many other things. I mean, scary though. And, and the thing is though, she embraced it. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Yeah, actually, she was yeah. like, "Oh, scary! Oh, that could be great." Like, do you remember? Do you remember when Melanie B was a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race? Yes. And I think that it was the notorious acting, I think it's the Shakespeare episode that was a big train wreck. Yeah. And you see Melanie B. She went in. Read them to the yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the judging panel. She went in. She was a really good judge. Yeah. And that's what we like about j- good judges on Drag Yeah, Race. they take it very seriously. It like, seriously. I'm here to judge. Yeah. <laughs> I have done America's Got Talent. I've got this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lady McBee just fell flat. How can anyone be crap at being a bitch? It was a hard day. It was a rough day for everybody. Why is everyone saying a rough day? Haven't we all had rough days where we just have to pull it out and just deal with it and be professional? Um, She is not one to be fucked with. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So maybe that's... Maybe that's the scary, actually. Maybe it's intimidating, but you can't intimidate spies. Yeah, yeah, there you go. She has that great (laughs) accent, which I don't know a lot about regions of like England but yeah, yeah, you yeah. sort of sound like Jon Snow from Game of Thrones <laughs> it's all in the O's yeah the O's yeah mm-hmm. no no uh, I'm gonna look oh, up oh yeah, yeah. I don't, god <laughs> she, I can't even she's Mel B right Melanie Brown the other thing about the early days of the Spice World of the Spice World of the Spice Girls Courtney do you remember <laughs> Victoria's maiden name do either of you remember before no. she wasn't Victoria Beckham? I mean, absolutely not. Did they have last names? Yeah, <laughs> she was Victoria Adams. Wow. Yeah. How but long she... has she been married to David Beckham for? A long time. Like, I mean, was she married to them during like the height of this? Nineteen ninety nine. 
Wow. So, I mean, it was sort of... So, she was Victoria Adams for like a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, she was just (laughs) like, call me Bex, babes. (laughs) Can you imagine that, though? I mean... Shit. Yeah. And also, they're younger than we think they are. Yeah, they were all probably 21 to 23 at the time. Um, Okay, so Mel B. was born in Leeds, uh, West Yorkshire. And that is... Yorkshire. Yorkshire. That's in the north. Yeah. And Mel C., who has a very similar accent, um, was born in... Oh, she was born in a cow town. They don't call them cow towns there. Also, north, yeah, northwest. There you go. So that's why they've got those crazy, like... Mel C., kind of, when revisiting this movie, listening to... Spice Girls and my iTunes. Mm-hmm. I think Mel C has the best voice of them all. <laughs> She's always been your go-to. Also, with the Mel best C, voice. when you look at her discography after the Spice Girls, she's had like five albums. I think she actually tops pretty high. Yeah, in, like in I think Britain. That she's UK, the one yeah. that yeah. had the most successful solo career of them all. Okay, which is surprising because that has not echoed in the U.S. at. Oh, like I remember no, that yeah. she had yeah. one minor club hit in the early 2000s, like I Turn to You. I Turn to You. <laughs> yeah. Um, and okay. that's, that's oh, kind yeah, of that the only happen. thing that yeah. remotely charted in yeah. the States. Well, they are so British, though, that it does kind of make a little bit of sense that there's, they still have some level of fame as solo artists over there and that just hasn't, you know, translated. Because there's, I mean, you know, they have their own pop culture, there's references. You know, all roads on the show lead back to Drag Race. But (laughs) (laughs) Drag Drag Race UK, you know, they're doing their, like, Snatch Game, and we're just like, I don't know who this is. I don't know what character. A lot of reality stars and socialites that we have no idea who they are. The judges, things like that. Mm -hmm. We're just like, I don't know who this is. But, um, yeah, so it's like, okay, they're they're still huge over there, still making, still cranking out the hits. You guys, it's so funny because one of the moments of the film, the judge, and he's like, you're fated to a future of, you know. In your future, you will not be in the one hundreds of the charts. But then he also (laughs) says something, I'm like, what did he say? He's like. Oh, man. Yeah, it was some like <laughs> you will doing, be yeah. Do, you're going to be doing a kind of talk shows in like yeah, overseas in like Thailand. Yeah, it was the Thailand. But you know, some of the girls actually have done Asia talk shows. Okay. And well, they were judges. Yeah. They were judges on like think some talk shows in 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 Asia. So there has to be some like they know when yeah, they're yeah, over right, like, right. Oh shit. I remember it being I'm saying yes to this. Really big when it was announced that Jerry Hollowell was leaving. Oh, yeah. And they also sort of released, like, an album without Jerry. Yeah, but did anyone listen to that album? I like the... Um, yeah, that's not... It doesn't have I like... Hits. What's, like, their big swan song that was off that album? Uh, I don't even remember. Goodbye. Goodbye, my friend. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I do remember that, actually. It's not the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that one, no Jerry on it. Okay. And it's weird when okay. you see the but when then, you see the yeah. picture of all of them. Like there is something not right about it because Jerry's because, not there. Because yeah. you start to hear what Victoria Beckham actually sounds like. <laughs> it's always really fun to. It's always really fun to try to like listen out for whenever Victoria does have lines that she sings because they are very sparse. Yeah, and I kind of like about. The band, I, I, what I like about the girls is that they lean into it. Like, they make jokes about it. 
that Victoria is like the face. Yeah. But I mean, she had the most successful, well, in America, post career, because she's so yeah. beautiful. Like, yeah. You know, she's got the skinny, I mean, whatever. She's, she's the most like. I think she's the most um, kind of household name, though, of all of them. I think she's the one that people, like like we said, I mean, she's been married to David Beckham for all these years, but she's the one that has the most global Mm -hmm. kind of awareness of her as a personality, you know. Which kind of had a semi, like, uh, successful career in fashion, right? Like, did she have, like, a, a few lines? She definitely has her brand. She definitely has her brand. I remember it being a big deal when David Beckham went to go play for the Galaxy and they moved to America. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, again, we were talking a little bit earlier before we started recording. Now, I mean, they've been married for so long that their grown-ass children are, like, now influencers and Mm -hmm. modeling and all that stuff. So it's like the Beckham boys are... I think they have a daughter, too. They models have three, and models they have and three models. boys, and I think they have a girl, which is wild that she has like four kids. But yeah, I mean, you put Victoria Beckham and David Beckham together, their kids are going to be. Mm-hmm. Thank God their kids are gorgeous. But they and are. from what I get, <laughs> gather from interviews with her, like Victoria is very funny. That she's like it is, and all, she's funny in the movie. It is all kind of an act. Yeah, that, you would think that mm-hmm. like. The whole posh, but that she would be the one that's just like not into it. But they kind of, like you said, they play that up. They play up that she's just bored as hell in like half the situations. She's like, oh, the baby's coming. Oh, what's going on? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ah. But it's so, it's so fun though. The it's, boot camp. Oh, boot yeah. camp boot was camp one of my scene. favorite scenes. Yeah. The camo scoochie dress. Yeah. <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> she mm-hmm. keeps having to pull it down because it's just scooching up the whole time. Yeah, they have and the most fun like with that character. pumps on the grass. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if it's like if it was somebody that wasn't into it, I feel like they would have, you know. I mean, she gets to, to get do all it. of the wild shit in the movie. Like, she gets thrown from the speedboat into the Thames. When they're in the water and Mel C is like, you know, are you, are you doing all right? And she says, like, no or whatever. She says she asks her something. That was not supposed to happen. You okay? Yeah, we're fine. You mean I got wet for nothing? Help! What? what? This dress is dry clean only, Melanie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and delivery, her line delivery, it's so funny. And the way she just says, like, Melanie, I always laughed at that. I laughed at it when we saw it right now. It's so good. Like, yeah, she's she's funny. She Love has it. the best developed, like, character, I yeah. think, of all of them that you can, like, well, for comedy, yeah. 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 Comedy gold. Yeah. Comedy gold. We Victoria have, driving the bus. We we have to talk about the bus, the okay. spice bus. Oh, yes. We need to have a whole conversation <laughs> about the spice bus. Bigger like, on the inside. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's out of control. Like, this is some, like, what's the Doctor Who? It's like the TARDIS. It's the like TARDIS, Doctor yeah. Who. It's, it's And you think it's, like, a direct wink to Doctor Who? I think it is. Yeah. Because, again, this... They obviously lean into their Britishness. Very British. And this is pre uh, several years, a couple of decades before the Doctor Who comeback in the 2000s. But it was still, it's like Star Trek. Like they just, you just know what, even if you don't watch it, you know what it is. And you have a consciousness of he gets around in a big blue British phone booth. And when you walk inside the phone booth, it's a big spaceship. And so this is a big 
British double decker bus. And when you get inside, it's a huge soundstage. Look, yeah. as a kid, as a girl, I was obsessed. Oh, fascinated. Oh, my I mean. God. Fascinated. Everyone has their like little sections. Yes. Like Emma's over there on her swing with her little <laughs> plush toys. And then like Posh has her runway. Posh has, a, has full a runway. Runway yep. with light bulbs. Super fierce. <laughs> Oh, I die. It Scaries is... is all animal print, of course, because um, everything she wears is animal print. Sporty has like her, her exercise yeah. uh, bike, and I'm, I'm assuming that she also has weights. Yeah. She did, yeah, she had some weights at one point. She was like mm-hmm. talking and, and like doing some <laughs> arm curls. What was Ginger? What was I was going to say, what's in Jerry's? Was it just like feather boas? Yeah. And, like, <laughs> like boudoir. I mentioned, I mentioned it kind boudoir, of yeah. boudoir is like one of the <laughs> themes of Ginger. Yeah. We were, <laughs> it's so funny how we were just trying to put together like, they're not just bathing suits. They are, but they're not because they'll have like a bustle or they'll have like <laughs> a, a shrug made of feathers. I think that I settled with... <laughs> Glamorous trapeze artist. Glamorous trapeze mm-hmm. artist. Yeah, and that's what it really is. Because it wasn't just trampies. 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 There you go. Yeah. I love the little character note with Ginger that she's sort of the know-it-all, and she's full of all of these like factoids. Yeah. I enjoyed that. About yeah. manta rays. Manta, yeah, manta rays. Manta rays, yeah. the mice that like, they're mating rituals of the <laughs> mice. Like, okay, well, that's interesting. And I yeah. like to think that's just like, Something about Jerry that sure. she's like. We'll write that in. We'll write that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that they're trying to make her more. Well, obviously, like she's not just the vavoom. Yeah, she's yeah. got a brain well, and she knows these things. She's mm-hmm. well rounded. But apparently, also, she was very involved with the film. So, okay. what I. I did a little reading before I came oh, good. so I could have some things to say. <laughs> uh, Apparently, so they the girls wouldn't get their script until the day like that morning. Oh Could God. you imagine? So, oh I wonder God. why. It's almost <laughs> as if they were writing this movie on the fly, going along. But Jerry was the one that was the. She was the first person there. She's like, "Give me this thing." She's reading yeah. it. She's, She's like, like no. "I have notes." No. Yeah, okay. I have notes. Mm-hmm. I have notes. Good. It's, and so yeah. what's amazing though is like at the end of the whole thing, she she basically said like this film is. Almost perfect. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Almost. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, But, like, to think that Spice World is even close to... But it is, though. Like, for, for them... For them, it is, yeah. It is perfect for yeah. them. So, okay. We have, like... There's the campiness of the interior of this bus with, with like, fire room, like, poles. Oh, yeah, the like sliding poles. Yeah. Sli- poles, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Meatloaf is their driver for some reason... Um, we get introduced to because we're kind of getting this peek behind the curtain of them yeah. just as just as friends, just as gals, you know. Kind of the I mean, Casual. this is where it sort yeah. of takes a lot of note from a movie like A Hard Day's Night. Sure, mm-hmm. we get introduced to what is their best friend's name? That's kind of like the sixth Spice um, Girl. I'm obsessed with the best friend. We. Love- Nine and a half <laughs> months pregnant, this woman. <laughs> Nicola. Nick, yeah, Nicola. 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 Yeah. Nicola is their, you know, their friend. She's vi- extremely pregnant. But was she a, spi- on, was yeah. she a Spice on. Girl at one time? I don't know. And she had to leave. She doesn't sing with them. She doesn't, no. In, in the flashback. In the flashback yeah. at the pizza parlor. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she, just tur- she just turns on the boom box. Yeah. Just like, listen to this. 
So she's just kind of like... But she's been with these gals since the yeah. beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and this is their tie back to, like, reality and just, like, a normal life. She's not famous. She's just, like, a It's friend. about their only tie to, like, yeah. something outside of, like, rain, you know, rain happening inside of offices and random, yeah, right. random <laughs> stuff. God. <laughs> Yeah, the the like over the top kind of movie stuff is sometimes jarring. <laughs> I liked it. I actually wish that there was more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if anything, yeah. it needed to lean into it more. Yeah, sure. lean in more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd like to see more. Because like we said, Roger Moore is in this movie and he plays like a <laughs> mysterious benefactor. I mean, he's almost playing Blofeld from James yeah, Bond. Yeah, he's giving Because he me, always has, like, yeah. a, an animal with him. He's giving me Bond villain. Yeah. So that's funny, because it's, like, Roger Moore, famous Bond, and he's playing now a villain character. And there's a little bit of Charlie from Charlie's Angels, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he... John, John Forsyth. Yeah. Yep. And he only speaks to Richard E. Grant in, like, these riddles and, like, crazy, you know, non sequiturs, which is funny, but you're also like, was I supposed to understand that? <laughs> <laughs> trying to there's like all the animals so many animal references so too animals, and like if the yeah. pants are wet just put them on but you can hang them even if they're dirty or, i don't know i'm like what is it what did christmas say? for the crows yeah christmas for the crows <laughs> and then like the whole situation with um the tabloid editor and his employee goon <laughs> his goon <laughs> jason Fleming. oh but the other goon the um the slughorn guy not Slughorn. Who's the guy in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory that's, like, chasing all the kids? Oh, sure. Yeah. Slugworth. 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 Yeah. yeah. There's, like, this fully Slugworth. Who, let me just tell you, this guy in this movie, the bald goon, the Slugworth character, it's uh, Riff Raff from Rocky Horror. Oh, I saw I saw that actor like I saw that actor on IMDb, and I was wondering who, who he was. was yeah, okay, oh, now I remember. He's the bald guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always think that there's something kind of hot about Riff Raff and Rocky Horror. When you watch Rocky Horror, I yeah, think he's no, kind of cute. He's kind of sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, minus the like the hump, but like everything else, you're like, all right, I'll take it. <laughs> 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 or maybe it is the hump. I don't know. <laughs> it's cute. It's a cute little hump. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so th- again with like. And that's not really a cameo because he's he's throughout. But um But it's this sort of supernatural element mm-hmm. that this whole series of vignette yeah, kind of they, these yeah. vignettes carry different supernatural elements and Okay, like let's talk about him though, because <laughs> no, 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 seriously, like seriously though, yeah. because as soon as he first like he appears, yeah. right? So Stealthy. does he so like in this in this universe mm-hmm. of the spice world, like does he can he teleport? Can, can he? I mean, he can just crawl through plumbing. He he appears in toilet yeah. out of a toilet. Yeah. Out of a toilet. Okay. He. So this guy actually has supernatural abilities, guys. It starts raining in the guy's office when he like shows up. Yeah. Yeah. So so what? Okay. Someone someone like this could apply himself. To I mean, so much yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. But he's just trying to get <laughs> shot, a, sh- a perfect shot trying of the Spice to get, Girls. Trying to get the dirt yeah. on the Spice Girls. Waste, wasted talent. Wasted talent, <laughs> man. Wasted talent. I mean, he's creepy. He's got the whole thing. But wasted talent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I mean, you know, speaking of like supernatural elements in this movie, like they do see aliens. Oh, we got to talk about the alien scene. <laughs> That are fans. The aliens are huge fans. So uh, the girls have to pee because the plumbing is not working on the bus. Mm-hmm. 
so they go out to the woods to pee. All the toilets broke down at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they stumble across some aliens. We're talking like straight out of Close Encounters <laughs> E.T. Come down. They have this wild interaction with the Spice Girls where, I mean, uh, Scary is pretty much like... Fondled. Fondled yeah. by one of them. <laughs> Grabs her boob. Mm-hmm. It's weird. <laughs> when Jerry kisses him on the nose. Yeah. Too much. <laughs> too much. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's just how crazy this tone is. Is that... Well, yeah. also his little, like, his little mask, whatever that... The actual... Whatever the actual cinema, cinematographic feature right. prop it is, yeah. just kind of crushes in. Like it's very obvious it that fall, it's yeah, so it's like there's nothing in it. Yeah, yeah. Crushes in when she kisses it. The the way the aliens are produced <laughs> is that the mask that goes over the actor's head and face is their hair, and then the little alien head is like right where your chest is, mm-hmm. but it's like in three dimensions and so it's like yeah she goes in to kiss it and it just collapses on it just itself collapses in. and it's little it's like the size you yeah. know it's yeah, a it's small like, little like tiny alien fist. head yeah, yeah a little, 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 little pinhead kind of a funny throwaway joke that when the aliens talk to them they immediately reply to them <laughs> oh yeah they're, they're not speaking English they're it's not speaking subtitled English. it's subtitled but, but the Spice Girls but the Spice answer. Girls answer it love it <laughs> love it it's just cartoony it's campy. I love that. That's the kind of stuff though, that I love about this movie. Like in the very beginning, though, they're like speaking how many different languages? Oh yes, Rich easy. Yeah, yeah. And the alien scene is still Chica not Spicante. the craziest. No part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's no. insane. Too. <laughs> yeah, it's not the wildest uh, thing that's going on. Um, I I was looking. Uh, I mean, I have the IMDb open, and um, I love on IMDb entries for movies uh the parents guide is some of my favorite stuff because it t- there's What's some stuff on the entries parents guide for, for this? sex and nudity violence and gore profanity alcohol drugs and smoking and frightening and intense scenes it is green across the board as in none 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 <laughs> there is no profanity no violence and gore no sex and nudity i mean uh, a woman says that a woman who is about to have a baby should have kept her legs together nine months ago Ooh, that's racy. under that's under sex and nudity. Racy. Uh, a woman says that a man's crotch looks like a pair of rolled up socks. <laughs> a woman. Um, a woman discuss women discuss how a pregnant woman would do a home delivery. These are like some puritanical people in here, but yeah, it's like in a fantasy sequence, Emma fights off guys in a martial arts type of way. Oh. That's under violence and gore. Oh. That was that was a violent scene. <laughs> Profanity. There are some uses of shut up and hell. Oh, don't say hell. Is this movie PG or is it G? Oh, I think it's I think it's probably PG. It's got to be PG. Yeah. But yeah, this, yeah, it is. It's already this PG. movie's like a good old fashioned good time. It's fun for the whole family. Well, they mm-hmm. tried to. I mean, they tried to make it for young, young yes. girls. I mean, yeah. I still the homeschool thing. I would not have been allowed to see right, it. Right. My my aunt lied to my mother. <laughs> it was because she 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 just knew. She was like, you know, yeah. what? She, is this your mother's sister? My mother's it, sister. Yeah, they are okay. best friends. Sure. She will never hear this podcast. No. Okay, <laughs> I love it. You know the one the one thing that I'm just like, oh my goodness, is the concert in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it was, but you know, as a little girl, it was just fun. It's funny. Yeah. Okay, but now yeah. as an adult watching <laughs> I it, mean, I was like, oh hi. Twelve-year-old Scott. Twelve-year-old Scott got really excited for that scene. You know, but 
another thing that I love about this scene is is the whole intention of the scene is that we're doing uh, we're doing a concert in Italy. The producers of the show have some ideas, but the intention of it is, you know how tacky those Italians are. You know how they're just overtly sexual and super tacky. And they, the girls even say, you told us this was going to be tacky, but this is too tacky. When the, when the male dancers come out in like little, mm-hmm. they come out in like little trunks, like little, little boxer yeah. briefs. Speedos. Yeah, little, yeah. yeah. And I would argue that. And that was too sexy for I the I would girls. argue that. That was a better look. The, it was a better look. The, yeah. the satin suit. Yeah. The purple satin. The compromise. The, <laughs> Yeah. Assless thong yeah. back is too is worse. Is worse. Yeah. yeah. Way yeah. sexier, guys. Yeah. That's even <laughs> sexier. I'm sorry, but yeah. we even like now I was watching it, I was like, oh hi. Well the joke is that they come out in these purple satin suits and you're like, oh, they're more covered up now because it's a yeah. it goes down it's like almost a onesie and it's like a pants and it goes down and even their arms are covered. So they're like, okay, the guys got covered up. And then they do the switcheroo and they turn around. Full on assless prints, you know, at the they have little thongs. The they have little thongs, they have on. thongs on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, the little sailor suits that they were midriff sailor suit with the white, you know, boxer brief trunks was more tasteful. <laughs> arguably more, more, yeah. arguably more conservative. Yeah. But you know it's what they did job. though. You know what they did though. You were able to see both abs and, and ass. ass. Yeah, that yeah, is what they did. Yeah, they yeah, gave yeah. you both. Yeah, but I mean, to, my takeaway was like. They were just like, you know, those Italians. Mm-hmm. This is going to be overtly sexual and really tacky. And I'm like, is that, is that just kind of a trope? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. But it's a memorable scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I loved it. As a yeah. girl, I actually really loved it, too. Yeah, yeah. Because, I again, I didn't know what it really meant. Yeah. But I was like, oh, asses. Got <laughs> those, those menses. Yeah. I used to get really excited about that scene. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Um, <laughs> so I did look up the house that they spend the night in. Sure. This is after the... It's after the um, boot camp. After the dance boot camp. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're, they're staying the night. The, also, the boot camp instructor laughed my ass off. Yeah. So good. Just doing like these funny little, like little white tap shoes, all mm-hmm. that. Sh- I was little just squatty, like, this is like great. funky. Yeah. I don't even know what to describe yeah. them as. You could, you could not replicate what he was no. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell us about the house, Scott. It is the Ham House, and it is a 17th century house set in 17th century. Wow. Set in formal gardens on the bank of the River Thames in Ham, south of Richmond, in the London Borough of Richmond upon Thames. Okay, and what has it been featured in? It's been featured in a lot here. I was just on... Because it's a very recognizable estate. Yeah, yeah it just I looks mean, like a big Downton Abbey kind of a house. The Young Victoria with Emily Blunt, Never Let Me Go, Anna Karenina, John Carter. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Um, the Last Vermeer, Rebecca, Sense and Sensibility. Oh, it was Rebecca's the... What, which one is it, Rebecca? It's the Netflix. The scary Rebecca? It's, it's oh, the, the Netflix, Netflix Rebecca. Oh, okay, okay. okay. With Army Hammer. Yeah, because half of those, I was like, well, which one? Because all those the, all those titles have been the, made like um, three times. The Kieran Knightley, the Kieran Knightley, Anna Karenina. Anna Karenina yeah, okay, I, I saw that mm-hmm. one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's just, just like a big manor a, house. It's a very photographed yeah. Yeah. manor. Those those British mm-hmm. manor houses. And I mean, do I do love. And I also do love this aspect of the movie of just sort of 
throwing Spice Girls in a situation of a spooky haunted and house. And now they're, yeah, now we're And now the they're in a little, <laughs> and now they're like, but they hear see, something in the middle of the night. Yeah. I would have loved to see more of that one too. Cause like yes. the setup was cool and you know, they're in this house mm-hmm. and like, oh, they're all waking up and oh, what is it? Yeah. What ends up happening? I think they just have like a slumber party. They well, just all end up in one. They bedroom. talk about their nerves for the concert. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You know, I again, I mentioned a little bit before this movie is kind of giving us the the peek behind the curtain of their real lives, like with their friend Nicola. But they also do they show a lot of rehearsal of them, like rehe- and and I think a lot of that is a nod to like, guess what, audience? Look at them really sing because they're kind of trying to harmonize without like mm-hmm. you know kind of being live. Um, but their rehearsal looks. Are Scary Spice in the astronaut suit. <laughs> Love it. Iconic. Look, everyone else is just wearing a regular old t-shirt yeah. or a tank top and like, okay, everyone got the, well, they all have their platforms on. They all have, the, they yeah, all have their, their five-inch, <laughs> six-inch platforms on. Yeah, but yeah. then you go, you see Scary. Yeah. Looking crazy. Mm-hmm. Looking like she's about to go to the moon. Yeah. I mean, she's just wearing, she's wearing white track pants, but she's wearing like a full-on like astronaut coat. Jacket. I like when she takes off the coat and she's just wearing the bra. Yeah, she's yeah. wearing like a, a, mm-hmm. a like a sports bra. The sports bra with the pants. Well, mm-hmm. speaking of which, everybody's looking casual, but Mel C is wearing her like concert look because that one scored and her yeah her she persona gets the, is she I gets get to the wear, dance she gets the dance and sneakers I get to wear tank tops mm-hmm. and sneakers on stage. It's so true, guys. She <laughs> she was like, "Oh, did you call me the sporty one? Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, uh huh. Uh huh. I'll, I'll lean into wearing a, a jersey, a windbreaker. Yeah. She's like, "Yeah, I can do a back handspring. Let me show you five times." <laughs> oh my god! Oh, you guys, I love the fashion shoot. The montage, the oh, montage great. that begins that it's shot by Dominic West. Sure. Kind of a little, hottie, little, little hottie. Yeah. Cute Dominic Young West Dominic from The Wire West. in mm-hmm. Chicago. Mm-hmm. And when they said they're going to do their own thing, I mean, I am a sucker for scenes like this in a movie. I mean, you see stuff we like this. A, we love a fashion montage. You see stuff in like this in The Sweetest Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's always time for a montage. There's always time for a montage. <laughs> yep. It was just so cute, though, because like, it's funny because I'm watching the movie with you guys and I can feel us all being very like hmm, thinky, thinky, critical. Mm, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is landing here. But as soon as they started their fashion montage, I feel like all of us just kind of relaxed. Yes. We're like, oh, this is just, this is pure just yeah. entertainment. They are it's, so cute. They're having so much mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, especially, it's like they do the, the movie characters, cute. But when they start dressing as each other, love it. Gold. <laughs> Absolute gold. Absolute gold. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I mean, so we have, um, we have Victoria as... Uh, Jackie. Jackie Kennedy. Mm-hmm. We have um, Mel C and... Who's doing Grease? Mel C Emma, and Emma. Emma. Yeah. Mel C and Emma. Okay. Um, they have, like, their uh, Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels. Very mm-hmm. 70s. Yep. Charlie's they Angels. They all have like the fair hair. Mm-hmm. And Emma's, like, oh my God, Emma's throwback hair though. She should <laughs> have just do that. It looks so <laughs> it really good. good on her. Yeah. I mean, did they bring in like Kevin Laquan? <laughs> like, Kevin Laquan is doing this. For the Twiggy? <laughs> yeah. That Twiggy, for I was For the Twiggy like, illusion? Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. Now I asked as we're watching it, I was like, was it Emma or was it Jerry as Twiggy? I couldn't even oh, tell. Oh, because they did start to yeah, look just like, like Twiggy. They started, yeah, that just looked like straight up. Yeah, Twiggy. and then they kind of started looking like each other. I was because I feel like Emma and Jerry have like the big eyes. They have very similar features. 
Totally. Especially more so then because Jerry now, her she's a lot thinner nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like she's very thin these days. Really? I not that she was not thin her. there. But well, she was curvy. She was curvy. Yeah, yeah. And now she's a little bit more. Like, she her had her like early twenties, like big old cheeks. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, the looks are the looks are great. Jer- uh, Jerry also did a Wonder Woman look. Yep, that was hot. But, yeah. But when they started doing each other, so we had uh, Mel B does Jerry. Jerry does Sporty. Mm-hmm. Right. Who does Victoria do? Victoria baby. does, does baby. My mummy's my best friend. <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs> and then baby does scary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she did. And sporty did posh. Yeah, sporty yeah. doing posh yeah. actually was very convincing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think that they looked at all alike until no, yeah. she was dressed up as posh. Wig, and, like, yeah. and that's kind wow. of fun because um, their personalities are so polar opposite, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Posh is so good in this movie, though. I just keep thinking of like her yeah. scenes, and I was like, like Victoria, like, good to good to give her comedy stuff mm-hmm. because it really works, and she was able to pull it off. She landed all of that, though. Like yeah. landing comedy is not an no, easy thing. No, it's not thing. easy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. She pulled it off, and it's like I'm so proud of her. She she actually of all the girls had a musical theater background. Like okay. when, she, when she did her audition okay. for the original girl band, she did uh, Mein Hair from. From uh, cabaret, oh, okay. so she had, wow. yeah, All she right. actually had, a, she, <laughs> which like you would never guess. Like, oh no, yeah, and they never let her sing. <laughs> like, never let her sing. can she sing? It's this like huge I mean, mystery. I maybe Victoria's strengths are like harmonizing. Yeah, 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 possibly. I mean, I always, I always go back to the the Ali G interview. Mm-hmm. I tell that story all the time. It's so funny. Have you seen the LG interview? Uh, and not in a long, yeah. Long, with long uh, it's with it's with Victoria and David Beckham. So tell me, is your little boy starting to put old sentences together? He's saying little bits and pieces, and yeah. And what about Brooklyn? <laughs> so do you want him to grow up to be a footballer like his dad or a singer? Like Mariah Carey. Well, I'm hoping that he'll grow up to be a footballer like his dad, and I'd like to grow up and be a singer like Mariah Carey. (laughs) (laughs) And she laughs. She laughs so hard. I'm just like, that's she's such a good sport. They both laugh, and it's just like, all right, I love it. I always tell that story because it's such a funny, like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. that he would say that to her face. She gave an interview not that long ago where she actually talked about how when they did live concerts, they would turn her mic off. <laughs> and I'm just like, she was a good sport about it. But can you yeah. imagine how yeah. that would suck? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Or would it be a relief? <laughs> I mean, sure. maybe. I mean, <laughs> maybe. And then she just kind of like, yeah, I get to go lip sync for my life. Yeah. So I know that <laughs> every day, every day, <laughs> the Spice Girls last reunited for something. Victoria was not included, but I know that I've been reading current stuff that they are working. They might be working on a documentary, okay. and all of them are going to be in it. Okay. So I don't know if this is something that they're shopping to Netflix right. or streaming services of like a Spice Girls documentary, but I know that there is something being talked about. I. 
don't remember. I don't think she was at the um, Olympics opening ceremonies. No, I think that she was. Okay, you think she was? No, okay. I think she was. Everybody yeah. was there. Okay, good then for I'm, that. Good that I misremembered it because yeah, that's that was that was a great performance too. Um, but yeah, I would love to see her come back. It's like why not? Come on, mm-hmm. it's been long enough. Just have everybody back. And for you know, yeah, I think that they all did the Olympics in okay. London in twenty twelve because they came out on a little mini bus. Yes. I do remember that. And that was the opening ceremony that had like the flight of the Mary Poppinses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was directed by Danny Boyle. Too. Okay, that's right. Um, you know, they should do a cruise though. A How? Spice Girls cruise? What if, cruise what if the great. way that they landed too is they drove up in the Spice bus and then just like drove the bus onto the cruise ship? Are you kidding me? It would be sold oh out. Oh my God, it would be. It really would be. You know, it's like all those like New Kids concerts yeah. and like Backstreet Boys. It's like... I mean... Those I, are. I was gonna say, the like the Spice Girls, like New Kids and Backstreet Boys. If they were to go on tour tomorrow, they would still rake it in. Because all their all their yeah. original fans are adults now. Adults now we have so money. money. We can yeah. buy tickets. <laughs> we're there. Yeah, yeah, man. I remember when they first did their tour, their reunion tour in two thousand seven. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. And that was a yeah. big deal. Yeah. And somebody didn't do that one. Was. Was or it did also all of them do that? Was oh, it Victoria? Did Victoria not show up? I again? thought they all did it. Oh, I don't remember. I'm mm. maybe I don't know. talking out of turn. And you know what? I think that it really speaks to the power of their music. Of that, <laughs> when you remember the Spice Girls, you do remember the camp factor. Yeah. But I feel like you do go to the music. Yeah. And you just when you just put on like say you'll be there or uh, wanna be like they're just really fun pop songs. Yeah. To become one, yeah. To become one. Oh, is good. to become one. It's a song about great video. It's a song about safe sex. Song about wearing a condom. Yep. <laughs> I mean, who can get away with making songs about safe sex for ten-year-olds? Right? Like they don't <laughs> even know. I didn't even like. I obviously kind of like. Okay, this is what this is about. I think this is. I'm pretty sure. But how? How? Um, like. Advanced though, yeah. they were ahead of their time. Yeah, like, do you know who that? sort of sings lead vocals in that? Is Emma to become one? Yeah, yep. that's a, that's mm-hmm. a big Emma song. Yeah, I was just that's saying Emma centric song. Mm-hmm. I was just saying I was impressed watching them all sing together and thinking, yeah. oh, Emma actually has a really like a really strong mm-hmm. and also sweet voice. Like I, I just kind of picked that up for the first time. I always heard scary the most. Yeah. Because she's like the anthem. Yeah. Like she's out, she's out there. Yeah. So you can't not hear yeah. her. Yeah. She starts up wannabe. She's the first Spice Girl voice you ever heard. You have ever heard. Because she like screams out that like <laughs> that intro to wannabe. So you're just like, that's the iconic Spice Girl voice. To me, you know. Uh, to me too. I feel yeah. like it was always like yeah. Mel B. But um, but yeah, Emma's Emma's great. You, you know, Scott, you love um, Mel C. I like she's, Mel C. Yeah, she's yep. got a great mm-hmm. singing voice. Yeah, Mel C's got Mel this C can cool belt. I think Jerry's voice is very similar to um, Mel B, though. I think Jerry mm-hmm. and Jerry and Scary kind of have very similar voices. Jerry, Scary, Scary, yeah. Jerry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, apparently they hooked up. I remember reading yeah. that. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, remember yeah. This. yeah. So I can't, I can't remember which one spilled the beans, but probably Mel B. Probably, <laughs> probably Mel, Mel, yeah. Yeah. Mel B. and Jerry. Yeah, shared a, like a, just, les- think, a, a lesbian kiss. I think it was just telling a story about like you know on the road, whatever. 
right? Wasn't it something I like think that? He was on their, yeah, yeah, I think he was on the other road. Yeah. Had a little. Yeah. It was just a little story, just like, oh, yeah, we made out. <laughs> as girlfriends do. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. As, the, as girlfriends do. <laughs> but um, what was the video that had, that they were like stop motion little, like woodland sprites? Do you remember that? They're like little stop motion fairies. Oh, oh, I don't know. I know that. No. I feel like I'm missing out. I know like, that, I gotta, uh, <laughs> it's uh, cute. Spice Up Your Life is sort of the crazy Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Version of London. Um, I want to say stop. They're like running around like suburbs of London with They're like school around. children, I think. Uh, Viva Forever. Oh, okay. Viva Forever. Oh, Anyway, keep talking. <laughs> yeah, the um, the Spice Girls are the stop video. They're in kind of those row houses in London. Okay. And they're running okay. around. Stop mm-hmm. right now. Oh, thank, thank you, you very much. much. Images. There the we human go. Touch. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. They're crazy. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> you don't remember this? No. I don't remember that. I would Look have seen this. Look at how crazy. Who's, we'll watch that one has to be, oh, Sporty, right? Sporty's Sporty's got crazy eyebrows. Yeah. Crazy. Sporty looks like she's going to like eat your finger off. <laughs> she's a scary little animated. Victoria sort of looks like the mom from, from Coraline. They're kind of like Brad dolls, but they're mm-hmm. the terrifying nightmare version of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll cut around all this. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, our rewatch after many years, a decade or two, <laughs> I or feel two. like I you think... have to know what you're in for, yeah. right? I and, mean... I, and I know that people, fans of the Spice Girls that grew up on them, mm-hmm. when they first came on the scene in the 90s, you'll definitely have a good time yeah. with this movie. Yeah, absolutely. It's like it's it's obviously camp. It's obviously over the top. Don't look. Don't think too hard about it. Yeah. Don't go in thinking that you're going to have a cinematic experience. Yeah. Like it is. That is not what it's going to be. It's, yeah. It's sort of like Monty Python, oh, but totally. like. Yeah. But like, how much fun would be this? How much fun would this movie be to see in like the Castro? With yeah, like, like an a movie audience yeah, full of yeah. like gays. <laughs> it would be a blast. Because I feel are you like kidding gays, me. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be yeah. so much fun. Yeah, Tar- I, target I noticed in this revisit that the um, the industry party that they go to where they meet Jennifer Saunders, mm-hmm. you see drag Spice Girls. Yeah, they're. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever noticed that. <laughs> yeah, they're there. Yeah, they're there when G- when Jerry says that everybody at industry parties dresses so over the top, mm-hmm. and, and she's <laughs> wearing her little black leotard with the with the feathers that yeah. come out like a foot off her shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fo- football uh, guard. Feather shoulder, yeah, crazy. I yeah, I think that Jerry actually was some sort of sexual awakening for me, yeah. because like being that young and not like having access to anything, mm-hmm. and then all of a seeing like all of a sudden seeing this overblown, oh yeah, version of a woman like I mean a woman like empowered by her sexuality, empow- like mm-hmm. zero fucks given. She yeah. is out there. She is half naked half the time. She but she doesn't <laughs> act like it though. I mean she's saucy, but yeah. I had no idea. I'm like, how? What is this? Yeah. How do I? How do? How can I be her? <laughs> uh, what does it take to be a Jerry? What does it take to be Ginger? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think. I mean, I don't know that they were really 
intending to well maybe they were i guess like i feel like right now if a if a, a girl group came out and they were this overtly sexual they would be like and i'm sure there was a lot of criticism yeah oh, at the time yeah there was towards them and like you know marketing this to young yeah like like to young girls but you know when we look back on it it's like obviously they're just kind of showing they're like fully empowered and I don't know. I th- I think at the end of the day, their intentions were in the right place. And I think most of the girls that watched it at the time, like you, were fully just like, hey, I think it was a positive thing. <laughs> right. I thought it was. I thought it, it was great. Anybody? No, not, not <laughs> at all. Actually, their message was very, yeah. very clear. Like yeah. girl power can be. It can be sexy. Yeah. It can be for you. I yeah. think that's one of the can big be things. for young girls and young boys. And young boys. Young boys girl, can take a girl power. You know what I mean? Can also be all about girl power. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I mean, really, it inspires you to like dress up and act the fool. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, to- absolutely, man. It's and that's that's what's fun about them is that they like we're saying they they kind of know what this movie is. They know what their image is, and they're just not taking it too seriously. They're just like whatever. We know what this. We know what's going on. So. There needs to way. be a reissue of this movie. I need to yeah, get to the bottom of on. why this is unavailable. Yeah. I think it's a weird record label thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, this management company, That's like, I don't know who their label was at the time, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Maybe someday. <laughs> I mean, do you think they are holding out for this new documentary I mean, that's going to come out? Oh, do you think yeah. they pulled it out? Like, didn't tell me, but, but it's been a long time that it's been unavailable. I mean, I yeah. feel like there was a big re-release in the UK and Australia, but it just okay. didn't quite make its way over here. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. That makes sense. Well, maybe someday soon. And yeah, like you said, with this forthcoming documentary, maybe there'll be kind of a... Criterion. <laughs> <laughs> Shout Factory. Maybe Shout Factory. Mm -hmm. Uh, If it were Criterion, though, I think people would start to maybe see the artistic value. What would okay? What would be the what would be the Criterion cover? The cover. What kind of random image? Oh, because they do like those minimalist. Kind of what random minimalist cover would it be? Uh, the bus. The bus. Probably the bus. Would it be um? Would it be the bus jumping? Jumping the bridge, jumping, jumping the, <laughs> the tower cartoon, bridge. The the little ant, like <laughs> miniatures. You of can the, sort of make it like box. you could sort of make it like sepia or like black and white or yeah, something. Yeah, it would have to be mm-hmm. like yeah, just monochromatic. Or maybe yeah. it's very yellow summer. You take the bus, mm. you put it vertical, and you put all the characters inside the windows, there you go. kind of looking out. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, that's artsy. What is this? <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> we'll get right on the graphic designer listeners. <laughs> make it happen. Mock up this poster. There's an Instagram account for fake Criterions. I wonder yeah. if they've done it. They may have. I'll look for it. Yeah, we'll check. We'll check it out. But um, I mean, we'd say uh, go, go back and go watch this movie. <laughs> I mean, scour your local uh, thrift stores. Scour your local <laughs> thrift stores. If you find a copy, pick it up because it could be worth fifty bucks or something. Um, <laughs> Resell it on eBay. Everyone has a friend who has boxes of VHS tapes in a, somewhere in a garage. Yeah. Find that friend. Yeah. Find that friend. I mean, or just hit up your friend that likes to pirate shit like I did <laughs> so we could watch it this afternoon. Yep. Uh, we got to hit up the old uh, flea market because they have those yeah. they have those vendors that have like thousands of DVDs mm-hmm. for like dollars. Yeah. So it's got to be in there. They have to. One of them has to have it. We'll hit it up one of these weekends. Courtney, thank you so much for coming yeah, on. Is, is there so much anything fun. that you want to plug? 
that you've been working on? Doing to these days. Well, over the past few years, um, I launched a clothing line. But it's all about sustainability. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about clothes. It's about lifestyle. It's about storytelling mm-hmm. and how to make, you know, your influence on climate change something that you can do in your real life. Awesome. Yeah. I so like I have a, a podcast. It's called ES Now. It's environmental style now. Okay. And um, the clothing line is called Holding Court. And you can find it at holdingcourtinc.com. It's all retro. It's all like... Uh, very kind of rock and roll mm-hmm. and uh, vintage. Yeah, you have some cool stuff. Love it. Or whenever you posted about it, I've, I'm into it. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. And your podcast, we can find it uh, any uh, podcast it, platforms. All the different anywhere. ones. Mm-hmm. Listen find to it all where you listen to podcasts. Great. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So look for that. All right. Yeah. It's so good to catch up with you. Yeah. We haven't seen you. I mean, at least since we, 2020. Pre pre COVID. Pre COVID. <laughs> No, this was so much fun, guys. Yeah. I, I am so, so happy we <laughs> finally made it happen. Yes, absolutely. And uh, we'll watch the Viva Forever video in a moment. <laughs> 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 but thanks for coming on. We would love to have you on for another uh, episode sometime down the road. We'll think about some more movies. Yeah. Oh, dear. I'm into it. All righty. Well, until then, it is time for those goodbyes. We'll see you later. <laughs> And thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks so much. Yes, indeed. What a fun show. <laughs> Spice World is a crazy movie. Yeah, it sucks that it's not really readily available, but, you know. I have a feeling that will probably change within the next year. Absolutely. I'm being positive about it. Okay. Well, uh, right now, it's that time. Patreon shout-outs. Patreon shout-outs. We have some new patrons we'd love we to do. say hello to and all of our regulars. So, let's see. What about... Flemish Giant. Hmm, he's Just new. signed up like today. Yes, indeed. Mm. Jackson, Millie, Darcy, Ted, Benny, Jermel, Melanie, Christopher, Susan, JJ, Shelby, Michael, Charlie, Muffy, Paul, Jamie, Drew, Genevieve, uh, Dawn, Josh, Emma, Millie, Aaron, Melinda, Jim, Jessica, Nick, and Shannon, Christine, and Rufino. Thank you so much. Thanks for so following much. us on Patreon. Thank you for being a friend. It means Absolutely. a lot. Absolutely. Head over to patreon.com slash movies that made us gay for all of our additional content, mm-hmm. including over 20 uh, commentary tracks. Yeah. They sync up with the movie that we are um, watching. You the can watch with those the commentaries with are a lot of fun. Yeah, they're really fun. Or you could just listen to it as a supplemental mm-hmm. episode, but it's really cool when you sync it up with the movie. Very easy. The instructions are there. Yeah. So head over to Patreon for all that stuff. We'd love it if you would uh, like and subscribe. Yeah, and also go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and write us a review. Yes, indeed. You can write reviews on Spotify now, and you can give us five-star ratings on Apple and Spotify. So hit those five stars, write us a review, and we'll read it on an upcoming episode. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, let's see. You can uh, follow us on all the socials. We are on Instagram and Facebook at Movies That Made Us Gay. And on Twitter, MTMUGPod. Yes, indeed. And we would. Uh, you can follow our personal accounts if you like as well. My name is Pete. I am at Peter Lasagna on uh, Instagram and Twitter. I'm Scott Youngballer on Instagram. And follow my letterbox. Yes, indeed. Uh, come back next week for a brand new episode. Until then, thanks for listening, everybody. It's the only-
Thank you. Bye. We'll play out with some Spice Girls. Yeah. See you.